Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. We are continuing on our series. Today we are doing part two of the how to grow and start your online business. This is going to be part two, gaining clarity and direction in your business. So this is going to be really, really helpful for you if you are somebody that either hasn't started yet and kind of has an idea or if you haven't started yet and you're like, I have no idea what I want to do, but I know I want to do something or even if you have started your business and the next steps seem a little fuzzy and unclear for you. So before we dive into today's episode, I have a really, really exciting announcement. If you are listening to this on the day that it comes out, Monday, May 16th, 2022, that means that Ignite is officially 50% off. This is my signature business accelerator course that teaches you every single thing that you need to know in order to grow and scale an extremely successful online business. This is for coaches, healers, intuitives, writers, speakers, personal trainers, anything that you can do online this program will help you with. We cover everything from how to identify who it is that you want to work with, program creation, marketing, creating content, how to gain confidence to actually put yourself out there, money mindset, rewiring your brain for abundance, creating your product suite, creating passive offers, and so much more. Seriously, this is absolutely everything that you need to know about starting and growing a business and using social media to market your business. I promise it's not as hard as you think it might be. Once you have a roadmap in front of you, you're going to feel empowered, confident, and things are really going to start taking off. This is the only course that you're going to need in order to get your business off the ground. I'll teach you everything that you need to know to scale your business to consistent 5k months and beyond. There is also an option to add on additional one-on-one support if you know that you want intimate support directly from me in growing your business. You want to be able to have me in your back pocket. You can also add on that one-on-one support. This sale is only going to be lasting for one week. Yep, that's right. Ignite will only be 50% off for a week. I'm completely revamping this program so you'll get immediate access to the original course material. And then on June 6th, you'll get access to the new course. I'm so excited. I've learned so much in my almost three years as a business owner, and I cannot wait to update all of this information, all of the bonus content, more interviews, so much good stuff coming your way. So you're essentially getting two courses for 50% off, which is an insane deal. I was realizing the other day that this course has never been this low of a price. Like even when I first put it out, it was still at a higher price point. So if you are even considering starting a business or you're in those beginning stages and you're like, wow, things just feel really overwhelming. Like I just want some direction. I would definitely hop on this deal. You can learn more about Ignite, everything that it includes. I'll link it in the show notes. And if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can either send me an email. I'm 
at hello at expand with Chelsea, or you can send me a message on Instagram at expand with Chelsea. It's really important to me that this is a good fit for you just as much as it's a good fit for me to have you go through the program and get the results that you're looking for. So I'm really pumped. Again, this sale only lasts through Sunday the 22nd. So if you are thinking about this, I would take some fast action rather than sitting around and waiting because that deal will be gone sooner than you know. Okay, another really exciting update that I have is I am hosting an energy healing circle at the end of the month on the 30th. So this is going to be paired with the new moon, which is really exciting because not only do you get to experience the power of a high energy healing, but you also get to set intentions for the month ahead. You get to step into your power, release, or remove any energy blockages that you might have. And honestly, it's just going to be a really incredible and healing time. You get to spend this time with with the other members inside the healing circle and inside the healing group and it's really going to be such a beautiful experience. If you are somebody that has been curious about energy healing, this is definitely the most cost-effective way to experience a high and the benefits that it can provide for you. We're going to have such a blast. I can't wait. There's going to be a guided meditation. We're going to do a ceremony for intention setting and we're also going to talk about any and all of the intuitive information and advice that comes up. For me, I tend to get a lot of advice on my clients, so I'm really excited to share these pieces with each member of the group. You can sign up for that using the link in the show notes, and there are only six spots available, so if you are curious, again, I would hop on this opportunity sooner rather than later. I am not exactly sure when I'm going to be hosting my next one. It might be quite a while from now just because I have other things planned inside the business, but I am really excited to be running this group on May 30th. Okay, let's get into today's topic. So we're talking all things gaining clarity and direction inside your business. So again, this is both for those who are just starting a business and those who are already running a business, but maybe they're not necessarily sure which direction they're going. They're kind of wondering, okay, is there something else or something different that I should be doing in order to grow my business further? So everybody is going to really benefit from this conversation. And even if you've been in business for a while, I think that coming back to your niche and asking yourself, is this still what I'm really excited about, is going to be really beneficial. So with this, here's the thing. You can't be wrong. You can't be wrong. You can't make a wrong decision. You can't make a wrong choice. You can only learn from the choices that you've made. But if you never make the choice, you're never going to learn. This is a really big self-sabotage pattern that I see clients getting stuck in is that they are hesitant to making a decision because they don't want to make the wrong choice or the wrong decision. So they put off making a decision and therefore the needle on their business never moves forward. And they're using it almost as this excuse to just stay stuck, to stay small, to say, I don't know. Here's the thing about I don't know is you do know. You really do know. You might be afraid of the answer. You might not like the answer that comes up. You might be afraid of taking action on whatever that answer is, but you do know. There is something inside of you. Your soul knows. Your heart knows. Your ego is maybe trying to like scream <laughs> over top of what your heart is saying, but you do know. You know the direction that you want to go. So a business owner must, must be able to make decisions quickly and clearly. Quickly doesn't always mean immediately, but if you're, you know, maybe subconsciously waiting for somebody else or something else to come and save you and make the decision for you, that's not going to happen. And I want to remind you too, that when you push off making a decision, the decision does get made for you. 
And sometimes you're not going to like that result either. Let's say, for example, we have somebody that is wanting to start their business and they're just hesitating. They're waiting around. They're like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know if I can be successful. And then they just stay in their corporate job. And then they get a promotion and all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, okay, well, I stayed in the job. So maybe the universe wants me to continue doing this. And then all of a sudden they're working more hours. They're even more miserable than they were before. That's the universe making a decision for you because you failed to make that decision for yourself. And the universe cannot, absolutely cannot understand what it is that you like unless you make a decision on something. The universe is always sending different things to you. It's like trying to figure out what you like. And if you never give the universe feedback by making a clear decision, okay, I do like this thing. I want to go this route in this direction. The universe is like, here's this buffet of things. Like, can you just give us a little bit of feedback? So taking your power back in this situation and understanding that it is up to you to make those decisions and that you can't be wrong. I am thoroughly, thoroughly convinced that what is meant for you will not miss you. Let me share a bit of an example here. So recently, I actually, just a couple of months ago, back in November of 2021, I moved away from Leavenworth. I had moved there earlier in the year and I moved to Spokane to be with my partner or my ex-partner now. And I am moving back to Leavenworth in just a couple of weeks. And this is how I know that what is meant for me will not miss me because I was meant to be in Leavenworth for some unbeknownst reason. I mean, I, I know that I love it there, but I really feel like the universe is pulling me there and I am truly meant to be in that location. And that is how I know what is meant for me will not miss me. Because even though I took a bit of a detour and decided to move away, do I think that that was a bad or a wrong decision? Absolutely not. There were so many lessons and so many things that I needed to learn along the way. And now I'm coming back to Leavenworth, a place that I love so much with even more compassion, even more depth and knowledge of myself and how I operate. And I have a brand new perspective on things. So that is what I mean when I say what is meant for you will not miss you. This doesn't mean, though, putting off things and just waiting for it to come to you. There's two different sides of this. It is making those decisions and taking the aligned action. That is a huge part of it. And then also making sure that you are in alignment with what it is that you actually want. So you have to make a decision. What is it that I actually want? What am I craving? What am I desiring? What is it that I truly want to do? How do I want to help people? Who do I want to help? What do I want to help them with? And I don't know if anyone's ever told you this before, but you get to change your mind. You can pick a direction and then let's say a couple of months later, you realize, oh, that is not the direction that I wanted to go. I mean, I am living proof right here. I started my business as, I mean, initially it was as a food blogger. And then I was like, nope, that's not the thing that I actually want to do. Pivoted into climbing coaching, became massively successful. And then I pivoted into business mentoring because I realized, holy shit, I can't stop talking about growing a business. I can't stop talking shop. This is the only thing that I want to talk about. The only thing that I want to help people with. So you get to change your mind. You are not stuck in one direction or one box for the rest of it. All you have to really do is get your foot in the door initially. So if I never would have taken that first step into climbing coaching, I wouldn't have found that, wow, I really love business mentoring. Like this is the thing that really lights me up. I never would have gotten to this point. It's that whole thing of you don't know what you don't know. So all you can really do is make choices and decisions until you can learn and experience opportunities that will teach you the things that you didn't know before. So what if you just decided that every decision that you made was the quote, right one? 
How would this feel? How much pressure would this take off of you? What if we didn't have to live in this binary place anymore? Right, wrong decisions, good, bad decisions. What if it's just a decision? Why are we placing so much weight and emphasis on these decisions like it's a life or death decision? Starting a business is not a life or death decision. This is a decision that you get to make and you can change your mind at any point in time, the direction that you want to go. I mean, you could start a business and realize, hmm, this isn't actually the thing that I wanted to do and that's okay too. I've had clients do that before where they were so sure that working for themselves is the thing that they wanted to do and then they realized, holy shit, I actually really love working with people and that's what I want to do instead. But they wouldn't have known that. They wouldn't have gained that appreciation for it had they not set out to work for themselves. Do you see how all of these pieces start to fit together? And the common denominator is making a choice and making a decision. Taking that pressure off. All you're doing, you're just making a decision. It's exactly the same thing as with food. If you want to start improving your relationship to food, stop telling yourself that that's good food, that's bad food, you know, this is going to do this to me, that's going to do that to me. It's just food. All it is is you're just putting it in your body, you're nourishing it, maybe you're setting some intentions for the food to provide you extra nourishment before you eat it. All it is is a decision to put it in your body. That's it. It's the same thing with your business. All you have to do is make a decision. That's the only thing that is going to move you forward. So I did this for myself and it actually felt incredible. You know how much time I was wasting? Oh my God. How much time I was wasting trying to just think about all the decisions. Oh my God, it could play out this way. It could play out that way. I was recently in a situation. So my partner and I, we ended up moving out of our apartment and we were going to have to pay a pretty large lease break fee for moving out ahead of time before our lease had ended. And, you know, well, we had tried to kind of find people to fill in the apartment. Ultimately, it was the best decision for us to just break the lease. And, you know, it was up to the apartment to find people to fill in those spots. And while that was a really scary thing to just be like, yep, I actually have no control over this. And this lease break fee was about $5,000. So, you know, a, a relatively significant amount of money. And for me, I could have focused so hard on that and been like, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay $5,000. I'm going to have to do all of this stuff. It's going to be really stressful. Or I could just put my focus and attention into growing and expanding my business. See how much of an intention and energy leak that is. If I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, if this happens, then this happens, then this happens. I can't control any of that. Why don't I just focus on what I can control? And that decision for me was so freeing. So instead of focusing on what I might lose, I focused instead on what I could potentially gain in that situation. I want to talk a little bit if you struggle with indecisiveness. I know a lot of business owners or potential business owners, they really struggle with this. I want you to ask yourself what you are truly afraid of. Are you worried about other people's judgment? Are you worried that you'll make, quote, the wrong choice? Are you worried that you'll fail? We have to get to the core of what it is that you're afraid of. And it's, it's this idea of being radically honest with yourself, having the courage to ask yourself the tough questions and to sit with the answers that come up. You don't need to take immediate action once those answers come up. All you've got to do is face them. All you've got to do is allow those answers to come to the surface so that you can have that moment of honesty and understand what it is that you're afraid of. Then you can start trying to ask yourself, okay, is this a story that I'm telling myself? 
Where's the evidence for this thing? Where's the evidence that if I start a business, I'll fail? Start trying to trace those stories back. Maybe there were situations that happened when you were younger. Maybe somebody told you that you were never going to be successful or never going to amount to anything. And now as the adult, you have that foresight to see, okay, when that person told me that, that wasn't about me. That was their own projection. And I took it on as a younger version of myself because I didn't know any better. But I get to rewrite that narrative now. I get to rewrite that story. That story for me no longer resonates. It's not true. There is no evidence that if I start a business, I'm going to fail just because this other person doesn't think I'm cut out for it. So this is where I want to give you permission to actually, this is the only time where I want you to go into the worst case scenario thing. You know that thing that you do, like where I was kind of going there with the apartment lease break free. Oh my God, if this happens, then I'm going to have to do this and then this, and it's just going to be this whole nightmare, this whole big mess. A lot of times we actually stop ourselves before we get into too far into the worst case scenario and we don't let ourselves complete that cycle so we're just kind of staying in this anxiety loop where you're thinking about it but you haven't yet given yourself permission to bring up a solution for it so your brain is just like danger danger warning it's like that red light just like blinking and going off so if you are somebody that struggles with indecision and you are somebody that is totally the what if type of person give yourself some time and space to actually go into this. Maybe you journal it, maybe you visualize it, maybe you sit and meditate on it and sit with it. Actually sit with it and see what comes up for you. This will help you realize what you are truly afraid of. And again, you can go through that process. Do I have evidence for this? Is this likely to happen? Why do I think this way? Do I have stories around this? Tracing it back to its potential roots. And more likely than not, you're going to notice that the things that you are afraid of might not actually be that bad. They might not be that bad. You're just building them up in your mind. And I bet that there's not a lot of situations that you couldn't fix or get out of if you put your time, energy, attention, and focus into it. Every single thing is figure outable. You are a very capable human. You've never not figured it out before. So why would this be any different? Why would you suddenly lose your ability to figure things out? You wouldn't. You absolutely wouldn't. This used to be a practice that I did when I worked as a climbing coach. A lot of people have a big fear of falling, especially on a rope. So I assigned them this worst case scenario exercise. And for a lot of people, what it came down to is they were afraid of being injured. And then we actually explored, okay, so if I did get injured, what would that look like to X, Y, and Z? Would I have insurance that covers it? Would I be able to take some time off of work? How would that change my climbing training? Allowing them to go into each of those different questions that they might have and explore and figure out a potential solution. You know, of course, we can't know what the solution might be until we're actually in that situation, but sometimes that can soothe you enough for you to take action and move forward through it. Let's take the business example. So, okay, I'm afraid that I'm going to fail. First of all, you'd have to actually get clear on what your definition of failure is, because if you are using a very narrow definition of failure, as in I either make this amount of money or I'm a failure, like, yeah, maybe we do need to broaden that up a little bit because that's that, in my opinion, you know, if you are only basing your success on how much money you're making, it is going to be a really shallow pool to draw from in terms of motivation or even being creative. It's just not a good driving force. 
course. So maybe failure looks like, okay, I didn't sign X amount of clients or I didn't reach this amount of impact, but who says all of those things need to happen every single month? Like, why aren't you giving yourself a longer period of time? This is the thing. Like, if it hasn't all worked out yet, it's just not the right time. You maybe just need to be a little bit more patient. You maybe just need to wait a little bit longer. It's like that saying where it goes, everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Why are you putting so much pressure on yourself to perform and to grow a business in just this short, accelerated period of time? Like I've mentioned before, you and your business are in a long-term relationship. So sometimes things just need a little bit of time. And in those measures, you are not going to be a failure. The only way that you get to be a failure is if you decide that you are. Nobody else can tell you that you are besides you. For me, there are many moments in my business where I could have looked at it as a failure, but I choose to see it as a success because it taught me something. It taught me that I needed to step into my power a little bit more, or I needed to set more boundaries, or I needed to be more protective of who gets access to my time and energy. I needed to raise my prices. There are so many times where I have learned so much inside my business because of my, quote, failures or mistakes. There are so many other definitions of success, things like helping other people change their lives, changing your own life, the impact that you're making, the lessons that you're learning. This is all success, that financial piece that's really a bonus. So where are you placing the need for your business to fulfill every single need and desire that you might have. Again, if you and your business are in a relationship, it's unfair to put that expectation on a partner for them to fulfill every desire and need that you might have. That's why you have things like friends and family and alone time. Your business isn't necessarily going to fulfill every single need that you have just because you are in a partnership with it. So if you are somebody that really struggles with fear of failure, I invite you to broaden your definition of success and narrow your definition of failure. This is really going to feel super good for you. So it's also asking yourself, can I get honest? You know, this might be a long, hard road, but it's going to be so worth it. If you feel that pull and you feel that nudge to start your own business, this will be the most rewarding thing that you will ever do in your life. This is self-development on steroids. <laughs> and if you are able to say, you know what? Okay, I'm really afraid of these things happening. But despite that, I'm going to move through the fear anyway, because I trust myself and I trust that I can and I will figure it out based on my history because I've never not figured it out before. So I want to give an example here. I want you to imagine that you're sitting in a restaurant and you're trying to decide between things on the menu and the rest of your group is already ready to order and you're the one that's kind of like holding everybody else back. So everybody else, they put in their order and you're still deciding. Are you just going to like sit there and let yourself starve and continue to look at the menu? No, you're going to make a quick decision. This is what I call messy action. You're like, okay, well, I wasn't really ready, but I'm going to make that decision. And in the moment, it might not necessarily feel that good. But let's say, for example, the waiter brings out your food and you're like, wow, okay, if I would have looked at that menu longer, I probably wouldn't have ordered this, but this is actually incredible. And this is better than I ever could have imagined. Also, you might get something that you're like, ooh, no, didn't love that. Does that mean it was a wrong or a bad decision? No, it just means that you learned something from that decision that you made. Great, not going to order that again next time. It's just information. What if you stopped viewing everything as good or bad and it's just information instead? 
Okay, I want to speak now to the person who is multi-passionate. Oof! I cannot tell you how many clients that I've worked with that would fit this description. I know that they would probably hate me labeling them even as multi-passionate, but this is really reminding me of people who might be manifesting generators in human design, but in reality, we are all multi-dimensional human beings and we are not just interested in one thing. We have so many different facets to us and you as a business owner, you do not need to just pick one thing. This is not me telling you, hey, make one decision on what you're gonna do for the rest of your life. No, definitely not. Again, it's just getting your foot in the door and you don't have to pick one thing. You just have to pick some things. It's not all or none. It's a few things just to get you started and you can always incorporate other things down the line. For example, I have a course that I want to create in the near future. It's on inner child healing and shadow work and really learning to self-heal through these modalities. I've been interested in this for quite a while. I actually got the idea to do this course. I mean, it's almost a year ago now and it just hasn't quite been the right timing yet. And I am really in you know, interested in all of these things, but that doesn't mean that I need to do it right now. So you just need to pick some things to get you started. It's this, again, idea of messy action. This is always going to take precedence over perfection. It doesn't need to be right. It just needs to get done. This is where you get to rewire your brain and all the schooling that you've had where they place the emphasis on doing it right instead of just doing the damn thing. Think again how much pressure this would take off of you. It's that forward momentum. An object in motion stays in motion. You have to get started. You have to get moving. And the only way that you can get moving is if you make a decision. The only way that you can learn is by doing. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard about my love for ClearStem. They just came out with their newest product. I've been testing it for the last couple of weeks and I gotta tell you, I am in love. I keep thinking that it's not possible for them to continue to outdo themselves, but they truly have with this product. As somebody with dry skin, I was really, really hoping, it was seriously like three weeks before they came out with this product that I was like, oh, I wish they would come out with something for dry skin. I just need a little bit of extra moisture. I live in the Pacific Northwest. It can be pretty dry here, especially coming out of winter and going into summer, but ClearStem has outdone themselves and they've done it again. Their newest product is the Hydraberry Moisture Mask and you can actually use it three different ways. I've really been loving using it at night in place of my HydroGlow moisturizer just because it is a thicker, more moisturizing. It just feels it's so luxurious. When I wake up, my skin is so smooth and so hydrated. You can also use it as a mask where you put it on, leave it for 10 minutes and then gently wipe off. And the last way that you can use it is with the Hydro Glow to create a thicker moisturizer. Did you know that both overly dry and overly oily skin can cause acne? I didn't know that about the dry skin, but when your skin is overly dry, the skin then tries to compensate by producing more oil to balance out the skin, and that's why you can have dry skin with acne. For me, I was like, oh, duh, that makes so much sense. So I would have really dry skin, and then I'd have these patches of acne on my chin, around my mouth, and you know, after wearing masks for such a long period of time, my skin definitely still needs some TLC. And as somebody that is on camera most days of the week, whether that's on Instagram stories, 
stories or I'm filming video modules for my courses, filming YouTube videos or whatever else comes up, my skin definitely matters. Not just how it looks, but how healthy it truly is. The thing that I love about Clearstem is that they don't use any pore clogging ingredients. They have a whole list on their website so you can actually go check to see if what you're using currently has any of those ingredients. Everything that I was using before, I was like, oh my god, no wonder my skin is breaking out because it is clogging my pores. Here are some surprising pore clogging ingredients that I just learned about. Cocoa butter, okay, you know that cocoa butter that smelled so good and you might have used it when you were a teenager. I know that I definitely did. Yep, that's gonna clog your pores. Shea butter, coconut oil is a big offender, avocado oil, jojoba oil and apricot oil. So pretty much all of the things that I was taught were really healthy for skin are actually probably not doing you any favors. So if you are interested in trying out this Hydraberry Moisture Mask, you can use the code CHELSEA for 10% off your order. I absolutely love and stand by all of Clearstem's products. I have completely changed everything that I use. Everything that I use now is Clearstem. I use it morning and night, and it is just a little bit of time for me to take away to focus on my skin, to set intentions, to look myself in the eye in the mirror, to say positive affirmations, to eye gaze, to build my confidence, all of that good stuff. It gives me an excuse to do those things. And I feel, I mean, seriously, I feel so proud of myself for actually using and sticking to a skincare routine. Again, you can use code CHELSEA at clearstem.com for 10% off your order. If you do end up ordering, tag me on Instagram. I'm at expandwithchelsea. I would love to see what you got and what you're loving. One of the easiest ways to figure out which direction that you might want to go in your business is to reconnect with your why. So here are some questions that you can ask yourself and spend time contemplating. Maybe it's journaling, meditating. You're really going to learn a lot about yourself and why you want to do the things that you want to do. We do have the answers deep inside of us. Again, I don't know is not an acceptable answer. Often it's just our ego screaming so loudly that we can't even hear ourselves think. It's like a kid screaming in the car. And then so the parents, I mean, my parents used to do this. They turn up the volume and now everybody's overwhelmed and nobody can think about anything. And it's just like so loud in there. So it's finding a way to turn the dial down on the ego, on the inner critic and allowing these answers to flow out, giving yourself time and space, feeling safe in order for these answers to come to the surface. So some of these things that you can think about are, what lights me up? What am I excited about? What is interesting me? What can't I stop talking about? If there were no barriers to how much money I made, if I didn't need money, what would I do? What skill sets do I already possess? What type of advice do people come to me for? What types of people and who do I tend to attract into my life? And what things do I know really well that I feel really confident about already? So these questions can start to give you some ideas on the direction that you might want to go. Again, remembering there's no wrong choice. You can always pivot later. All you've got to do is get your foot in the door. Other things that you can ask yourself, what obstacles have I overcome personally? This could be things like health issues. Maybe you dealt with chronic illness. Maybe you got stronger at your favorite sport. Maybe you did a bunch of mindset work in order to get better at your favorite sport. Have you rewired your brain? Maybe you figured out how to budget and save a lot of money and you could teach other people how to do the same. Maybe you put yourself through college by designing web pages. Thinking about your personal story, and this is where it might be really helpful to call in outside help. These are our trusted 
circle people, not just randoms off the internet or people that, you know, could care less about what you actually do with your life. We tend to write things off a bit too quickly. This is where asking other people, what have you seen me overcome in my life? What am I naturally good at? If you actually can't sit there and think about things, I would suggest asking people that you trust and that you're close with to just say, hey, I'm looking for a little bit of feedback. I'm feeling, you know, like I want to gain some more clarity in the direction that I'm going inside my business. And I'm really curious, you know, what have you seen me overcome in my life? And you're probably really going to be surprised at the answers. The other things that people pick up about us that maybe we're like, oh, well, doesn't everybody, you know, struggle with that? Or hasn't everybody figured out how to do that? Absolutely not. Definitely not. So give yourself a little bit of credit here. This is too where you get to brain dump. Okay, I cannot tell you how important it is to like get out the bad ideas too, the quote bad ideas, because again, nothing's good, nothing's bad. But there are some ideas where you're like, okay, that's not maybe feasible, practical. It's maybe not going to be my best bet because I'm not the expert in this thing. Put everything on the table. Invite every single idea that you've ever had to take a seat. I want you to ask yourself what your brain has told you wouldn't be profitable. So I can almost guarantee you that those ideas that you've already written off, they probably are very profitable. And there's probably somebody that's already made a ton of money being really successful doing that thing. Asking yourself, what am I drawn to? What keeps coming back up for me? What keeps reoccurring? Maybe I'm having dreams about it or it keeps coming up in conversations. Get all of those ideas out and then sit with it for a bit. If you tend to make decisions based off of your emotions, like me, (laughs) I'm an emotional authority in human design, maybe wait a few days, try on those decisions. If you are somebody that makes decisions based off of a gut feeling, ask yourself yes or no questions surrounding, does this feel good for me? Would it feel good for me to step into this? Then listen to it. Then you start to take action on it. This is where it's really important to listen to your heart over logic because your logic is being entirely clouded by your ego. Your ego is probably losing its shit right now because it knows it's about to get into this uncomfortable and brand new landscape and there's nothing that your ego likes worse. (laughs) It's your ego's biggest nightmare to go into a brand new situation where you're like, I've never done this before. Your ego is like, hell no. No new experiences, no new friends. We're not doing it. We're not doing the thing. I don't want to be challenged. I just want to sit in my comfortable, safe, little fluffy chair and have things just magically come to me. Again, not how it works. We have to take that aligned and inspired action. You really don't need my permission to go for things. You don't need my permission to sit down and do these things. If you're feeling blocked on all of these, it's probably because your ego or your brain is like, I don't know the how. I don't know the roadmap. I don't know how to actually make that thing happen. And then you start going into all of those worst case scenarios. And then all of a sudden, it's just like this big overwhelming thought bubble where you're just like, eh, just going to put that to the side and continue ignoring that nudge that I feel to start a business. Okay, shameless plug, Ignite is the how. This is the roadmap. All you've got to do is have an idea and I walk you through all of the rest. It is not your job as the business owner to figure out how to do everything. You get to hit the easy button. You get to say, okay, I want to watch a video on this. And at the end of it, great. I'm going to learn exactly how to create client programs. I'm going to learn exactly how to market on Instagram. Easy. Boom. Done. You don't need to know everything. 
So I am really curious if you are somebody that is either in the beginning stages of your business or you're wanting to start a business and this helped to give you a bit more clarity, please, please, please reach out to me, tag me on Instagram. Again, I'm at expand with Chelsea. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. We are going to be moving into part three next, talking about the foundational steps to getting a business starting, talking all things legal and financial. Yep, these are kind of the, the topics that a lot of business owners are like, no, I'd rather shy away from from that thanks but they are actually really really important so we're talking those foundational steps so that you can move forward knowing that you have built a solid foundation for your business if you haven't yet left a rating and a review please go ahead take just a couple of minutes to do so if you're loving this series please let me know let me know if you want me to do more themed series i've been really feeling called and pulled to do things with themes on the podcast so that i can dive into topics in a lot more depth than i might be able to in a single episode Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next episode.